0: You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on on East Coast FM.
1: Now then, our number is 0877711103. That's our text number. If you want to get in touch with Pete Weatherburn, our vet, who is here. Pete from uh, Bray Vet and Old Connor in Bray and also on his website PeteTheVet.com. He's also on the television with TV3. You're welcome, Pete. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. And we were talking to Caroline, who's a resident of Bray, about muscling uh, of certain breeds of dogs. I think there's 10 breeds of dogs. And uh, we were talking about the campaign that's on at the moment, about 8,000 signatures to actually reverse the laws about muzzling of dogs that there's a general perception about that they are dangerous. And uh, she was in favour of demuzzling and you talk, she talked about bad owners versus bad dogs. Mm. So this campaign about muzzling certain dogs when they're out in the street, what, what is the story and what's your
0: view? Well, it, it's actually... I think the very first thing I ever did in East Coast FM was a long time ago, about 18 years ago, when um, there'd been a dog attack in the media, very, very well publicised one. Um, probably a child had been killed. This sort of thing does happen about every five or six years, maybe. But anyway, after that particular event, there was an outcry and there were calls for the government to take action. And um, in, in the UK, what happened was that the, the government chose to ban certain breeds completely so you can't keep American pit bulls and a number of other breeds over there. Again, it's illegal to own them. Um, and, and that brought its own problems. In this country, the government had a more measured response where they they named a number of breeds and they said those breeds, because they had the potential to be more dangerous, they should be um, subject to more controls. So those breeds, if they're in public areas, they have to be kept, kept on a short leash, by, by, by uh, under the control of somebody who's over 16, and um, perhaps most controversially, they have to be muzzled. And, um, you know, those breeds include many family pet-type dogs, like German Shepherds and Dobermans and Rottweilers, and dogs that are often very gentle, good-natured animals. Now, the thing about it is um, that people who own, if you like, the well-controlled, good-natured dogs of those breeds feel it's very unfair that they should be picked on by having their pets muzzled, because there's a bit of a... a um, if you see a dog with a muzzle, you're actually not going to feel reassured. Right. You're going to feel intimidated. The implication is that this is a bad dog. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So it, it kind of perpetuates the stereotype that some breeds are somehow inherently vicious and dangerous, um, which isn't the truth at all. Um, uh, and I, I think... Apart from that, my my main problem with the legislation is that it it it's the fact is that it's not enforced, and that you often see these breeds in public without muzzles on, and so you do have to ask the question: What is the point in legislation that's not enforced? It makes it makes a farce. Is it justified? Of the, law. the legislation? I don't think it's justified in any case. And what's what's happened? Um, in other countries as well, is it's become recognized that it's wrong to demonize particular breeds. Um, yes, it's true that particular breeds may be more likely, um, if they do become aggressive, they have they've more capacity to cause injury because they're bigger and stronger. But, but that doesn't mean that um, every one of that breed is going to cause a problem. But safety and sorry, where does that come in? Rather to be safe than sorry. No, but 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 also, if you look at the incidents, there, are, you know, m- most bites happen actually in the family home, and you know they don't happen. It's not that you get dogs in public, um, marauding around the place, attacking people. It doesn't really happen. So you know, it's 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 kind of like a populist knee-jerk type legislation, and that's what's and because it's not really appropriate, that's why it's not enforced. You know, if you put a muslin and a lot of dogs in the walk, they're going to often they're going to, you know, on, on a warm day they're going to have difficulty exercising because they have to pant in order to lose heat. So it's it's legislation which I can understand just the just the, the rationale behind it at the time, but I think it, it would be better to look at things in a different way. In Scotland, they've recently introduced new legislation to control dangerous dogs. I mean, you, you have to have some sort of way of controlling those dangerous animals, the ones that are dangerous. So in Scotland, they've introduced a system a um, bit like ASBOs, where if a dog does cause a problem, then that dog is named, identified and action is taken. And they do it that way round.
1: Yeah, now I'm I'm being devil's advocate here and mm. saying, after it did something bad but it's named always. a chain. But how do you know that that little cuddly dog in the corner um, is not going to maul to death some kid? Well,
0: there's nearly always a track record. It's very rare for there to be um, a sudden, one-off, very severe incident. In nearly all the incidents that you read about in the media, there is something in history that would give rise to concern. Um, one of the problems I have is that, in fact, when there is an, a really bad incident, you never actually hear what really did happen. It's, you know, There's a big outcry at the time, everybody getting outraged because a Perhaps a child has died and it is horrific. But you don't hear six months later, I would like to hear a detailed analysis of exactly what happened and what was the background and how could it have been prevented. But that doesn't make the news, and so we never end up hearing it. But often it is the case that um, the, the, the actual incident... Is um, was preceded by a number of smaller incidents, perhaps neighbours complain, complaining about a dog being out of control or um, whatever. And so, with with legislation they have in Scotland, um, the authorities can take action at a very early stage. Maybe when a dog is is just off the leash and chasing another dog in the park in an uncontrolled way, the dog warden in that instance would come along and would have words with the um, with, with with the um, owner, and place a restriction on them at that stage. At that stage, then, that particular individual dog would be perhaps muzzled and and um, okay, applied so to a full leash. wash. Okay, Peter. so
1: as Caroline mm. said, good owners. Good
0: owners. Bad dogs. Yes, exactly.
1: Alright, uh, that is Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Brave Vet. You can hear this broadcast again on Pete's website, which is